This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Shirts for the Scene. Head over to thepopgoproject.com and you can purchase your favorite band t-shirt today. We are raising money for the local artist in Northeastern Pennsylvania whose income was drastically affected by COVID-19 in 2020. And although we're in a new year, bands will continue to struggle to perform like they once did. So grab a shirt, support a band. The proceeds of each sale go right to the bands whose shirt you are buying. Once again, head over to thepopgoproject.com and grab your shirt today. Shirts for the Scene is made possible by Axelrad Screen Printing. Visit them today at axelradarmy.com. My guests today are members of a soul and R&B group from Northeastern Pennsylvania. We discussed their new album called Language, which is available streaming everywhere and how they recorded it during a pandemic. We also get into the history of the band, their new rehearsal space, live streams and live shows, the Bernie meme, Facebook tracking everyone and more. Welcome to the show, The Tribe. And we're live with The Tribe. How's it going? What's going on? Nothing much, man. Hang the whole on, gang's man. here. The whole gang's here. That's good. Yeah, dude. I always, uh, and it's good too because a lot of times I'll have like groups with like four different members who are elsewhere. And the, uh, the issue is we'll end up talking over one another just by complete accident because, you know, there's a lag and there's, you know, internet and all that kind of stuff. So good to have you guys in the same room. Of course. Yeah. We so tried to that for you. Awesome. Yeah, you guys look good too. You look like a a, a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, did you guys get kicked out of Facebook last night? I don't know. I did. I noticed that. What? I wasn't on Facebook when it happened, but I opened it and I had to like re-sign in for whatever reason. So did I. So I just I just saw someone posted. Um, it looks like everyone who got booted from Facebook did it because they added a new tracking feature. It's in your settings on an iPhone. So I went into my settings on my iPhone, went to privacy, and sure as shit, there's a little thing that says, allow apps to request to track. And mine was on. And it still kicked you out? Well, no, I turned my shit off. I, I don't know if oh. they, they did that and it, it automatically turned on when they, you know, they did what they did. But I turned mine off. So heads up, if you have an iPhone and you don't want to be tracked on, on the apps, turn that shit off. Dude. Johnny, I got my first uh, I got my first um, fact check yesterday. I made a meme that was basically about the Bernie Sanders meme. Okay. And I got fact checked, false information. Uh, and it said like I was talking about Black Lives Matter or something. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with what I posted. What was your meme? It, it, it was, you know that Tom Hanks meme uh, where it's like, and then all of a sudden, everybody knew how to make memes. That was that's that's all it said. All of a sudden, everybody knew how to make memes just because everybody was burning. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it was you know it was getting a little out of control. I mean, I enjoyed it the first day. It was funny, and people were doing it like really clever. Like the the stuff with Knobles was was good, and like even like the actual <laughs> photoshopping was well done, right? But then. It was just complete chaos, and every and Bernie was everywhere, and it wasn't even well done. He was just like sitting on the side of the road, and I saw that you could actually there was an app or a website you can go to. You could type in the address, and it would just place Bernie um, at the address you were you know you you requested. 
which was pretty neat, but it wasn't well done. It was just, you know, it was just, throughout the whole podcast. We'll just review memes. Like if you're down, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we could do that. But like, I'm over, I'm over Bernie. I'm over the like, Bernie memes. I think what's amazing about the Bernie memes, like it might have had like the quickest life cycle. Because you said like a day, you like the first day. I like the first four hours. Like, <laughs> like 20 minutes. It was too much after the first four hours. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. And day two was no good, but no. there are worse things, right? Yes. And so let's talk about the good stuff. So the tribe, thank you for joining me today. Uh, you've guys, uh, you guys have a lot going on. You just released a new album, uh, at the end of December. Um, so obviously I want to get into that. And that is called uh, Language. Um, you've got some live shows. I think you got a live show or a live stream tonight. You got some stuff coming up with live streams. So um, I guess let's start with the history of the tribe. Because uh, when I first was introduced to you guys, it was Jordan Ramirez in the tribe, correct? Yeah. Now yeah. it's just the tribe. So did Jordan say, guys, like, I don't want my name as the, the the forefront of this. Let's just be the tribe. Or how did that work out? He actually said that from the beginning. Um, yeah. He didn't want it to, to be Jordan Ramirez and anything. But the way that the band formed was uh, he was playing a solo show at the Jazz. And two weeks before the show, he just decided to reach out randomly on Facebook to see if he wanted to play with them. And he was just going to throw together a band and have fun with it. And that's how the tribe happened. So it was I think our first show, we might have even been called like the Jordan Ramirez band or something like weird like that. Yeah. But after that, we just kind of had it in our heads, you know, well, it's Jordan, you know, we, we want to keep the Jordan Ramirez sort of vision, imagery, you know, with what we're doing. So we came up with the tribe, you know, because it didn't feel as exclusive. Like, here's Jordan, you know, and here's the tribe. They're working together to make this happen. You know, we, we finally reached a point in Japan where, you know, all of our visions and all of our contributions there. So like so, 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 there, there's no Jordan Rivera's track. Gotcha. Yeah, Let's go was... around the room real quick. Uh, we'll start with Jordan, and then we'll go. If I'm looking at you guys, we'll go counterclockwise. Uh, who you are and what the role is in the band? Say that again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So we'll go around the room. Tell me who you are and what your role is in the band. We'll start with Jordan, and we'll go uh, counterclockwise. Uh, I'm Jordan. I'm a singer and I play the guitar. Cool. I'm Mike. I play bass. Chris, drums. Angelo, I play keyboards. My name's Carl, and I play saxophone and flute. And I'm Andrew, and I play guitar. Cool. So Carl is responsible for the uh, the horns in the song <laughs> Bamba that I love. Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> You have a great horn line, man. That's it is. Thank you. It's like really pull that <laughs> song together. It's just it was great. It's just kind of like I heard the like the idea for the song, and it just kind of came out of came out how it's supposed to. Be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I think I played it on my show when I had a show. Yeah, and you played Red Flag too. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. I did. We appreciate it a lot. Yeah, yeah no problem. I, I missed that that show already, but. Uh, it is what it is, right? Sure. But so tell me a little bit about uh, language. Uh, it released in uh, December uh, 
30th last year. Uh, so it's a little less than a month old right now. Um, it's on, it's available on all the streaming services, but, uh, was that recorded before, uh, the pandemic hit or did you guys kind of work on that during the, the pandemic? We worked on it during, during the pandemic. Like, I feel like it was right around, the, right around then. We, like, yeah, we just kind of, we put highlights up right around February. Right before. Yeah. Like highlights came out like February 20 something. Like, so it was like right before the pandemic is when we were gearing up to do it, you know, right. but it was like, we plan on releasing that single <laughs> and then playing a bunch of shows February was cool. Like every weekend that, that month and during the weeks. Yeah. So it was like a, it stunk a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know say, but. We changed gears and decided to start <clears throat> producing stuff. We could do it remotely, like Chris was sending drum tracks. Yeah, thank God for technology, right? Yeah. Seriously. I mean, even outside of uh, musicians, I mean, I don't know how we would have, you know, as a, as a world, been able to move forward without technology. Um, you know, the, the ability to. Uh, or food and groceries and all that kind of stuff and delivery services and this, that, the other thing. I, I mean, I don't think we could have. <laughs> they like let you survive through uh, the last nine months. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate um, technology at times, I mean, I'm definitely thankful for it too, because I don't know what we would have done. But uh, in your case, you were able to create a, uh, a full record. So that's awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, we definitely wouldn't have been able to work on the record. Mm-hmm. I would have been hard. The interesting thing about it too is like since it was very um remotely done between all of us, it's it's just now that we're actually learning how to play these songs. Yeah. We've had very little as far as rehearsal go. I think we've rehearsed the new songs probably more than we've ever rehearsed any of the other songs, <laughs> which was like nice to do, you know, like we played them for the first time last night and uh felt they felt really good and solid, which I think was like a new track. Right. A new track feel. It's not just totally gun it and go like uh, trial by fire style. Because yeah. that's usually how we do it. <laughs> did you yeah. have a did you have a show last night? We did a, a stream here in, in the loft that we're actually in now. Um it's uh it was done by Pond Consolidated and Sanco Sounds. It's like a, it's called the Covert Concert Series. Okay. So we did a stream with them last night and then we're playing here again tonight in Reading, um, at the distillery and then Tuesday, we're playing the Sellersville Theater on another like live stream. That's more like VH1 storytellers kind of thing. That's cool. Yeah, it'll be yeah. cool. Yeah, we're in the room though. Like, <laughs> yeah, turn it. I was going to say, we're going to give you a first hand view. It's a cool like uh, rehearsal. Oh, that's neat. Pretty cool, right? Live stream space. All right. And uh, our buddies that we've worked with in Reading for the last two years almost, I think, maybe a year and a half since we've worked with Rich and uh, um, they actually just, I don't know, man, they're always trying to to help us out and do cool things with us. So we're thankful for them too. You know? Yeah. It's been interesting to see like a lot of bands are, are have been forced to, you know, do these live streams and it's, it's always cool to see, you know, bands do it when it's not just like their bedroom. Not that there's anything wrong with that because, you know, we're kind of forced to, you know, we're sure. limited in what we can do and where we can go. But it's always, it's been neat to see bands kind of be creative in the, in the space that they're doing these live streams from. 
absolutely. I think it's hard too to do it at home. It's not easy. It takes a lot of work, money. Right. It takes a lot of uh, calibration, you know. You know what yeah. things too is like these guys are actively searching for funding because if you could see all the tiny parts that I built into it, like the yeah. amount of cables that they have across the room and it's so organized and nice to do it. They do an amazing job with video production. Definitely encourage you guys to check out the stream of it. Yeah. Um, on the corporate concert series. But like, um, yeah, it's so much work and they're not, they're not making, you know, not doing it for money. But it's so meaningful now when people are looking for good, for good content and uh, like a high quality sound. It's like, it would take a thousand dollars. It would take thousands of dollars for somebody at home to do like what we were able to do last night with these guys, and these guys like have actually made it to a point. Like you'd want to go with them instead of trying. You know, it was it was a really great experience overall. Professional, friendly, and I think that's important too. Like, you know, just as 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 from like one worker to another. You know, we're working with the music. They're working with the sound. Like, it's good to have that good relationship. And, you know, I felt like welcome, like I was, like I was playing at home or at the in the castle basement. You know, streaming is tough. So, on a, a personal note, some musicians who are trying streaming on that way, the experiencing like we all got texts from our family members after the stream was done. Our families, even some of our families, very. Yeah, yeah. It is tough for them to get out of the show. They don't, they don't get out of the show. So, you know, I, I got to put on that show. Right. Yeah. So that's cool. It, it is there's something about it. Uh, it's a concert. You know, it's, it's trying to wrap your head around. It's not, it's not live stream. It's a concert. Yeah. Watch the concert. Big difference. Gotcha. I don't know why, but I'm having a really hard time hearing. And it's only you. Uh, I forget your name already. I apologize. Uh, behind uh, Jordan, Mike. Mike. I'll that's a, I was going to call you Mike, but yeah, I don't know why. It's it's just you. It just it, you cut out. I don't know why. I can hear everybody right. else fine except for you. <laughs> just saying this morning. Or last night. It was last night. Mike. Mike talks softly. I do too. Yeah, we're probably not going to hear much from this side. I could sit next to Mike because we, we ride a lot together to the shows, and I'll be sitting next to him in the car. And I have to say what every time he speaks. <laughs> like, what, dude? What did you just say? It's weird though, because I mean, it's just like it sounds like he's cutting out because I can hear it, but it cuts out, and it's like it's like your phone doesn't want him to speak. It probably gates to like a certain level. Probably, so, yeah. So, I mean, unfortunately this will get posted after your show tonight, but I mean, as far as the tribe coming up, you know, in the future, um, you know, how can people kind of catch you guys? Sure. Uh, so Tuesday in Reading is, or Tuesday in Sellersville theater. Well, obviously we're in Reading tonight, but like you said, it'll be after that's really like what we have booked you know as far as 2021 is concerned we have the v spot in march we have the v spot in march so okay. if you want to probably another chance to like see us in person but i think you know for the moment we'll probably pivot more towards online just because that seems to be like what's more viable just for the momentary you know push of the record and until it gets uh, 
Yeah, it's hard to do this stuff like in the cold outside. When it gets warm, there'll be people putting on events outside. So, yeah, and I feel like you know your vibe is probably more meant for outside summertime, yes. <laughs> feeling good. You know, so that's good, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. But uh, also nice for the the middle of winter, dark, dark <laughs> cold winter. So a bar and dance your ass off and subscribe. There yeah. is that too. There is that too. When did we do V Spot? Was that last? Was it December? November. November. That was a fun show, and fun. and the place was like at its limited capacity. And I thought, like, I thought it was like a great time and like something that I didn't realize I had missed so extremely. Like. Yeah. So what's it like playing? I mean, you're playing shows, which is great, but what's it like, you know, playing to, um, you know, a half capacity, you know, is that, is that, are you guys just happy to be playing or does it, is it kind of also just kind of like, Oh, this, this stinks because it could be more or like, you know, we're, we're just, I, I don't know. It's gotta be a different feeling. You know what I thought was interesting about that V spot show in November was um, it wasn't like, we all know the V spot and how packed that place get. I think the fact that people like had to sit at tables, yeah. not get up and move around so much, it, it kind of almost forces you to watch what's happening in front of you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people seem more engaged because it wasn't so rowdy and crazy. You know, that's I was gonna say something similar. To it was nice to like look out and everybody was kind of just sitting. Like it seemed like I don't know if mature is the right word, but it was like. It was nice. Everybody was there, like, you yeah. know, friendly. It was like everybody was kind of paying attention. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It's just a different dynamic. Like, I, like, yeah. You and think I, it would. I, I think, like, when we, so we've been lucky enough to have, you know, whatever it's been, maybe six or seven shows since this whole thing went down, which is honestly a lot more than other bands can say. We've been really lucky. People helping us out. Yeah. And uh, in the beginning, you know, it was like kind of stilted. You know, people were like, you could just like feel the discomfort of like, am I allowed to get out of my table to go to the bathroom? Or can I like stand in front of the stage? No, you can't. And, and you could kind of tell people were feeling just a little, uh, a little discomfort in the show. So I think like what then, you know, after not playing for many months and then to go back out to the B spot play for a show, that's, it was a better feeling. Like there wasn't that people kind of knew what they had to do and where they had to be and what they were allowed to do. And they were able enjoy themselves more so it's just that just like in, in everything in everyday life that this whole you know thing is has it's the same thing music you know, shows yeah and, and i mean how do you guys feel as musicians um you know playing out during a, a pandemic do you are you guys worried about the the virus or, or you know how does that you know how, how does that work i mean like i don't know i uh I definitely like think about it, but at the same time, like I have to go to Walmart and Target. So like, if I can do that, then I can definitely, you know, play stuff in a controlled environment where you know I'm conscious of what I'm doing before and after. You know, like, at, in my case, at least, like I'm I'm putting like, you know, the business in the same sort of priority spot I would put a regular job. You know, the business of the band. So. Like we need to play no matter what, regardless of what's going on to sustain ourselves, you know, not as individuals, but as a project, 
And like, that was my priority before the pandemic. And it, that's still my priority right now you know? mm-hmm. to play a show tonight with a limited capacity crowd and be able to fund the band, you know, give people music, work with people we enjoy and fund the band and our ideas after the pandemic. That has to take some precedence, yeah. some yeah, priority. So there's like a bit of calculated risk, I'd say, you know, yeah. Again, the adjustments early on, it was, you know, it was a huge concern. You, know, you don't want to be a, a band that plays a show and then you read about it in the news that you're a super spreader event, you know, or whatever. So you yeah. read about it all the time or you did, you know, back So it's a lot of calculated risk for sure. It's so crazy too. Yeah, it's it's so crazy too because in the beginning we were you know wiping down packages delivered to the house because we had no idea what <laughs> what this was. Uh, thankfully, that that wasn't the case. Um, I don't think. But what a wild <laughs> ride! I mean, we're just trying to ride it out. You know, like everybody else, the band has to ride it out like an individual. So. You know, like whatever the storm brings, that's it. Yeah, we've also changed gears that um, after we put the album out, or actually right in the middle of that time, we started getting some gear together at Angelo's childhood home and setting up a place to stream. Say that yet? A place to record, <laughs> yeah, and um, chill. We don't. We didn't really get to do too much for the first two years because we were just be focused on shows, trying to get on the road, which is super fun. And we miss it, but yeah, I think I get to be there. Yeah, yeah. It also gives us like a spot to do it in a controlled spot, sure. you know, where we're not. We don't have to go out and go to venues or shows or you know. Because I don't want to make it sound like it wasn't a concern. It was an extreme concern, but you have to pick between just you know completely dying or trying to do even the minimal amount of work or gigs or anything so it's it's definitely like a tightrope with some calculated risk i think yeah do you guys think that you know let's say this virus was gone you know everything opens up you're playing shows full time again do you think you would still continue to do live streams as part of your you know way to connect with audience i think i i don't know i think i like it i like streams and i consume like streaming that doesn't have to do with music a lot like video game stuff or podcasts or like news podcasts that are live and stuff so i like the format of streaming and i thought it was cool that last night when we were done it was on everything right away like i could share a youtube link and there's something to be said about the instantness of it yeah it really works for our band it's the production quality is there it's hard to beat yeah and we basically have done two after tuesday we've got we would have done two really good ones like last night was stellar and uh the one we're doing in sellersville i've never seen any uh like like i think drew said before like more more like a storyteller's type thing like it's real involved it's really well put together it's a production yeah right yeah but it's not the same as the real thing no, no. You know what else? You know what else there is too. There's this. Um, I think we all kind of felt it last night. There's this nervousness almost that 
you know, you I would rather play in front of a million people than nobody. Yes. Know. But, but then you like get put in that situation where there is no one. Right. Look, looking at that camera too. Like yeah. having those cameras just that's your person is not the same as a person. So no. I've heard that from several bands that say the same yeah. thing. They'd rather play, yeah. they're less nervous playing to a ton of people than they are, you know, to a one camera or two cameras or three cameras, you whatever. Like under the microscope. Yeah, for real. When when there's like a hundred people in the room, you just feel like you're bringing the party. When there's nobody in the room, you're like obligated to talk to a camera. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, like if you're a musician, nothing nothing beats playing a live show in front of a live. Yeah. That is number one. It's why you do. Yeah. In my opinion, it's why we do everything we do so we keep doing that because we got hooked on it and we were really on it. it's never going away right? yeah. but again adjustments what's after that you know, it's, that's not there so what's the next thing we can do to try to re recreate that experience or you know recreate that uh, same process of creating something we're sharing it that experience of sharing it is it's bringing right. you know this whole shared experience right. you know? still still connecting with people on that on that type of level like but just it's different like it's still yeah. can be personal that we're even though we're not yeah and i think you almost you know content they would say content now is king right so I mean, you almost have to continue doing some for some form of of video um you know even throughout the week if you were playing on the weekends you still have to like do something to engage uh your fans sure um so i mean this kind of forced people to really if they weren't doing it to start and if they were doing you know just a little bit you know they can do more now so you know like anything else i guess we have to you know adapt and and adjust and move forward um sure what's that saying i'm probably gonna screw it up but um calm seas never made a skilled sailor or something like that so pretty much man like if we weather this then what else is there to weather <laughs> don't don't say that <laughs> Don't say that. that's a great that's a great point though that you made you know, it's a great bright side is that things that bands should have been doing or maybe we should have been doing or even like restaurants who weren't signed up for the <laughs> or like didn't have their menus online or something it's a kick in the ass yeah like everybody got kicked in the ass to like start doing shit right yeah you're right i mean i, I don't know the exact numbers but i know doordash kind of um they take a big cut i think it's like 30 yeah. percent but but it's you know it's it's a way that to, you, you can still reach customers that you would never have before because and that's mm -hmm. how we're living we're living on our phones and we're you know we want things at the you know our, our fingertips and if you're not if you're not there in that space you're going to definitely lose out it's i mean like we always talk about like trying to figure out ways to avoid that 30% finders fee in the band, at least when we're doing our content or streams or merch or like anything, you know, we want to keep it as, as in-house as possible to avoid like, you know, having to be like subservient to some like weird thing like DoorDash, like all those restaurants are just boned. They yeah. don't join it and use the utility and get the cut taken. They're at a disadvantage, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, well, I mean, you gotta think too, though, and I don't, I, I don't want to speak and and you know, someone hear this and say that I'm an idiot because that I am an idiot. But I mean, if you're a restaurant, right? You're, you know, if you want to deliver food that you didn't have a delivery service before, you, you got to pay someone to deliver 
the food anyways, right? Yeah. So I mean, there's like still a give and take. I mean, you got to figure it out. There's some balance. Yeah. But you guys mentioned merch. Do you guys have merch available? I mean, you know, on online somewhere. Yeah, that's what we're trying to figure out. Like, is a proper distribution process because that's another thing. Not you know, we're not prepared for. We're sure. like, get all this merch. We're ready to take it on the road and pull it out of a box and give it to somebody. Yeah. And now we have to figure shipping and now does it get marketed online right. you know it was never going to be online really focused it was just to have it the shows because we were always getting asked for merch at shows mm-hmm. you know so now we like are thinking about doing a merch store and um, you know actively marketing merch as part of the band mm-hmm. which is something that you don't think about you know as an artist i guess but now are forced to think about because <laughs> the way things are seriously right. We could have brought it to our stream last night. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we could have. We should have done that. We should have done that. <laughs> well, anyone so, who's listening, you can yeah. buy uh, the a, a tribe shirt uh, as yeah. part of the uh, shirts for the scene. Yes, thank you. Which we appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm only saying that now because the proceeds from the sale of those shirts go to these guys in the band. So, um, you know, until these guys get their their store figured out you can get a, a band shirt for the tribe uh online at the popgoproject.com yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. yeah i mean i we're gonna end up closing that store at the end of march um so we've, we've we're a little over fifty five hundred dollars now um that's that's pretty big i would love to get it to 10 i mean if, if we closed out at 10 uh i would be really happy yeah so that's that's no easy feat though. And I mean some bands are killing it and some bands, I mean, as far as the numbers go, they aren't. Which there's a lot of things. There's they may not have shared the fact that they, you know, this is an option for people to do or whatever it might be. But if people want to take advantage of it, you know, the opportunity is there. So I'm I'm happy to be able to hopefully do that for all you guys. Yeah, man. But so yeah, you need a merch store is what you're saying. <laughs> just a, just a web page. Yeah. It's just yeah. an extra charge. You know, every month it starts just adding up and yeah. it's like, well, you know, how do I balance how do we balance uh, sales versus paying for you know monthly installments? Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make the merch to lose the money on like a subscription. Right. You know? right. So right. we made the like slinging at shows and then shows are gone. Dude, actually this <laughs> is another important thing we we're talking with a friend. Rich from Paul Consolidated does the events here in Reading. Um, he's suggested that like start crowdfunding vinyl press of the record. So like trying to figure out how how we can do that. It's probably a good idea. Just because people are interested. I mean, if people are interested, they can they can be self funded. You know, where you could pay for your copy in enough of enough of a like volume where the records will press themselves and nobody will even have to pay anything like they would have purchased. Right. So that's like ideals. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a way to get it done. Absolutely. So. So what else? What else do you guys want to plug? I mean. I definitely like really would only want to plug just the record just because we've been 
pushing it really hard and uh, we're starting to see like a return on the push and it's enough to like you know fire us up about it and keep it going because so many people like put things out in the world and like right now you can just miss it like completely especially so, now with the politics and the virus and the burning memes marry you yeah so like you gotta like i don't know like something about the record i know it's we like i know it's worth it for us to just keep plowing it even if it's for two years like mm-hmm. you know it's worth it i was i was saying last night because we were watching the stream from last night um carl and i and i was like i wish we could be touring the record because that's what we would be doing yeah. right um so now instead of touring it we're virtually touring right and are there physical copies available or just uh streaming services just streaming right now. okay but physical Which, is probably on the way we're trying to figure out the coolest way possible to give you know people some like some cool stuff along with vinyl yeah so yeah, man. Well, it's cool. I mean, it's a it's a crazy world. It's it's hard to, to break through the 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 noise, I guess you could say. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a struggle, you know, with, between politics and the virus and everything out there. So, I mean, I wish you guys the 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 best of luck with everything you're doing. Thanks. Um, it's <laughs> it's going to be another interesting year for sure. I think so too. At least for the first six months, I think. But I have faith. So, well, yeah, I mean, I, we were—I was doing shows at Carl Hall um, last year and before. I guess end of 2019, early 2020, uh, and I hope to, as part of this project, to continue hosting some some kind of showcase um, with bands yeah. when we can do it safely. So, I, I, hopefully, I'll get to work with you guys down the road at some point. We'd love that. We've played some fun stuff at Carl Hall. Yeah. So that'd be great. Speaking of playing, I feel like Angela has his keyboard out for a reason. No. Do you want to play something for us? Or what? We were we were contemplating it and then we were like, this is too much work to come through the phone microphone. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like there's like tons of gear in this room and we can't use any of it to make it sound good so unfortunately no that's funny that's funny good idea too because we we already we left our stuff set up from last night and uh somebody was sitting at the keyboard and i think we are all like oh yeah perfect and we're like that's gonna be like kind of impossible (laughs) (laughs) so well thanks for taking the time to uh to sit down with me today um Good luck with the show tonight. Um, Have fun on Tuesday as well. And um, I'm hoping I'll see you guys sooner than later. I know you guys have the show in March, so maybe I'll I'll try and get out of the house and and get up that way to uh, the V spot. Vinny's a good friend of mine. And uh, yeah, he's a cool dude. He's the best. He's a nut. He's an absolute nut. Awesome. That's a great kiss. <laughs> He's a great kisser. Is that you said? Last playing there last time. He was just like fucking making me crack up the entire night. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I really I want to shout out to Vinny too because uh you know the B-Spot's been there for a while and it's uh it's known for having you know those live, you know, our uh, like party bands, like cover bands and stuff. So 
it's, it's rare that you see uh, an original band come through on a Friday or Saturday night. He's just not his shtick down there. But uh, he took a chance on having us down there playing all original music. And we had one of the best nights he said that he's had months. So that's, that's great. Yes. I, I want to get him for taking a chance on, on original music. Like Love that. you, baby. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible for what's what he's going through. I mean, he's he's been in the bar business for probably his, almost his entire life, basically. And he built that place for live music and, and entertainment. And he's an entertainer himself. So it's like seeing him, you know, you know, being closed down for months and then being at half capacity and it's just killing him. I just, you know, inside it's, it's, he's making the best of it, but it's, it's not what he ever envisioned for sure. Yeah. But, I never thought that I would, not be playing gigs like not being allowed to do that like that was like a big shock for me when i was like wait what do you mean there's no more no more gigs <laughs> so, like, so, yeah. it's crazy it's and it, i mean no one saw this coming no one and it's i hope we get through it sooner than later yeah man um i guess you know they're rolling out the vaccines hopefully that they, they get a better handle on that um, but yeah, so, well, like I said, hopefully I'll see you guys sooner than later. Yeah, yeah man. Sure. In, a, in a jam-packed room, people, asses to elbows, <laughs> dance and have a good time. Yeah. Yes. That's the, that's the. Awesome guys. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Thanks buddy. All right. See ya. See ya.